Welcome back to the Cozy. This week we use the Force to confront our fear. As the great wise philosopher Master Yoda once said, Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. We should never be afraid of doing something that scares us. Greatness is on the other side of fear. Just like any emotion, it can run our lives and become something that consumes our decisions, relationships, and the path towards what we aim to achieve. This week, we also discuss our ice bath attempts. Thank you, Jen, for the inspiration. We definitely have our work set out for us. The challenge has already been a guide in our personal growth. We hope you enjoy our show. Also, don't forget to check us out on YouTube, where you can see video versions of our podcast. Wild ride, man. Here it is. Let Crystal sit down. And all of us, including our guests, are going to have a moment to recenter here because I think it's needed. You know, our lives get crazy. I'm not assuming anything. My life is crazy and I need to recenter. And I'd like to ask everybody to join us. It's just as simple as a sound, right? Yep. That's how we started the show, right? That's right. Me and Lily. It's the very first sound you heard on our show. Yeah. It's good to go back to the roots, man. I'm gonna, I feel like I'm going to cry because you're here. We're moving forward with our new scared of them anymore. Right? Yeah, we don't live on fear, bro. Nope. We definitely test ourselves every day down here. And my heart's beating. Like, I feel like the, the heart of the show is back. <clears throat> you know, we Absolutely. did a couple of cold start episodes. And just to make sure that we didn't want people to think that we forgot about them. But we're here now. We're centered. We're focused again. I'm focused on you, my brother that I love. Crystal, my wife that I love. Crystal Lee. What a beautiful name. And my girls, Lily and Caroline. I'm focused on them again. I like that we're all like each other's energy sources, man. You know, uh, th this would be an empty chair if you weren't here. Yeah. And Crystal, my producer over here. Yep. Crystal Lee, my muse and my producer, Crystal Lee. And vice versa on the learning experiences as well with you, so. Yeah, it's cool, dude. Like, learning yeah. together is so important. Especially when you're doing, being collaborative about it as well. You gotta learn. Yep. You gotta learn with each other, and that's why we have guests coming up. <clears throat> you know, Jen is yep. solid. She's solid. She's the one guest that I'll, I'll mention 100% right now. I got to make sure that, you know, the uh, scheduling is good around everything yep. else. But Jen Niffer. <laughs> Jen Niffer. She's you know. a good soul, man. Yeah. You, you know? know what? Yeah. Okay. We might as well just talk about why I think I am so, like, focused on some of the things that she does. Jennifer, she's a uh, TikToker. I guess that's what you call them, right? Somebody that's one that is on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she is on TikTok and uh, she does ice baths. But I was first drawn to her because she was, uh, she did uh, dumpster diving. I don't want to like, it's not, it's like the coolest thing ever because it's gone yeah, into yeah. stuff that I other people threw away. Yes, you know? exactly. Um, I was watching her in that journey and then I got to paying more attention. It's all the ice baths and it's like big tubs of cold I mean, it's ice, ice. I mean, cold, cold water. It's ice, <laughs> baby, ice, ice, baby. <laughs> but she confronts going into these baths, and uh, 
it is so cool to watch and i'll include some photographs yep. obviously while we're it's cool about it. bro because you know there, there's probably a lot of people out there that don't really think anything of it man and they're just like oh well i if i were there and bro you don't know until you're facing that facing that ice bath yeah and your body your mind will automatic your mind will automatically put up a defense system yes and it's fight or reasons. flight it's yep. fight or flight that's what jennifer told me yep because your body's like the flight is not stepping into it yep your body don't want to feel it so it's going to it's going to put up defense mechanisms yep. and reasons to not do it and she explained the that's like me and mine at a roller coaster Mm -hmm. The closer we are to, like, my turn, the more the fear starts ramping up because I'm doing something that's, like, against my nature by going in this thing, like, hurtling up, upside down, all that. Like, it's it's not... It's it's like like a a cycle. You get nervous, you get nervous, and then you get on it, you have a blast, you get off, you're shaking, and you're just like, I want to do it again. You know what I mean? It's it's so cool. Yes. An ice bath is just cold. That's what I told... Okay. Grew up in the craziest of places where you had to fight to survive. And I was like, I need to do more. Went to Marine Corps. Marine Corps. It wasn't a bore. It was very interesting. (laughs) Marine Corps boot camp, you know, because I had to prove that I wasn't scared. Of course, man. Uh, And then I said uh, that I still didn't get to prove it. I think in my heart I needed a fight. I had to fight some stuff out of me, honestly. You know, and I felt like I would get that opportunity not to fight, but to like be a warrior, man. It's a fight for something that's good. What do you I think? wanted to be a warrior for yep. good. A Jedi, bro. Dude. Fight for something, exactly. You know, so I went and fought for my country and then I fought for my community in the best way that I could. And then I uh, fought for the you know, I went and worked in manufacturing for a yep. bunch of years and I and I fought there for them guys and now I'm fighting for myself. Obviously, we're entrepreneurs. We discussed that openly on I think all three of us have been fighters our entire lives. Yeah. We, we were. So, damn it, I'm stepping. Yeah. I'm going to get into that ice bath. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to take, Jen, but we're trying. Because I feel the uh, I feel the benefits of it. Have you have you tried one? Uh, a cold shower? Yeah. Yes. Um, I actually did it earlier. And you could hear me, like, moaning throughout the house in pain. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Well, did you stand in front of the shower for a while before you made the decision to walk well, into Well, I it? started with the hot, and then I ended with the cold. Because I was like, all right, I, ha- I got the treat. I was like, now it's time Now it's time to get real. I do this. I, I do the same. I felt sand- it with my hand, bro. And I was like, <laughs> yes. you know, I was like, just sh- sh- close your eyes and, and dive in, dude. Let's I couldn't go. breathe when I, yeah. when I went in for the first time. It took my breath away. It, full cold. Yeah, full cold. And I t- I, what did you commit to? Because I'm, I'll be Breathing. honest. Breathing. Breathing no seconds. I'm okay. So immediately, like your uh, your your physiological response to survive kicked in. I what I did is I stood in front of it for like a hot second. I closed my eyes and started taking really deep breaths, and then I started speeding it up before I got in. I don't know why I thought that would help, but I mean it it helped for me. Well, and one thing that Jennifer said is, you just gotta roll with it. Mm -hmm. Gotta roll with it. Yep. I'm going to tell you how I felt when I was getting into the shower. First of all, I didn't think it was going to be an issue whatsoever. I was like, "This is, it'll be easy. I've mm-hmm. done so many things with my life. I've confronted so many fears. I've had a gun pointed at me. I've had to fight for my life as a police officer. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. so many times, high-speed pursuit, all these things. I can get in the shower. Yeah. No. Because somewhere in there, 
There's fear. Dude, internal fear is like the worst. I had it around the show. I'm very open with all of you about how about this show. Yep. And it is not easy getting on here. Yep. It's I not. question myself. Do I know what I'm going to talk about? Do I know what I'm going to do? Are they going to be okay? Am I going to talk to? It's 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 hard. I want to do good for everybody, and that's why this is the official start of season two. The official start of season two, because we're going to show you some amazing people and some amazing ideas. Jennifer's just one of them. And she represents to me personal growth. She's made a decision that she's going she's gonna to step up and not only do something that she knows she needs to do, but she's going to do it with everybody else watching. That's pressure. Yeah. Trust. I know. I already said I'd do it. I ain't backing out. Especially to know that you got 235,000 people watching you. Yes. Faithfully. Yes. And that's why we're taking the show more seriously, bro. Yep. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of Crystal. She's helped me pull everything back together. And Anyway, though. <sighs> Take another breath. I appreciate every single one of you out there. I have not had the opportunity to talk to you guys this way, but you know who you are. The ones that I hear from unsolicited that say, hey, thank you for helping me out. You know, I forgot that that's what drives this is helping others, but not anymore. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I spoke to you out by the, the fire we were supposed to make the other day. We started it. No, I, it became you, a little you, stack. You made the little cabin, little cabin stack. You know what I mean? The starter stack. You just didn't start it. <laughs> so we were like, yeah, well, it's, but anywho, I wasn't in the mood. Irrelevant then, to my yeah. point. But, um, you know, we had that little talk and you were a little worried about viewers and so on and so forth. Yeah. And I said, dude, think about the people we help. Yep. You did. Look what we did for mom. Look what we did for Trish. Yeah. Look what we did for the, for our nieces. Yeah, and it's not that I even want – I don't want the viewers. I want people to listen. I was so angry for so long, man. Yeah. And there's such an opportunity to, to hear somebody that was really angry and turn, you know, yeah. turn that crap around. That's all. Just trying to stop people from having to endure the hardship you did to learn the lesson that you know now. And yes. then the messages that's are – That's exactly it, dude. Like Crystal said, you know, like I see the pain very clearly – from the perspective that you guys must have seen me in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I see how you saw me now. So, I I see hatred now, and I understand that. I, I, I wrote a post about it. I heard something very racist, and racist is racist. I don't care what color you are. Yep. That's the bottom line right there. Racist is racist. Yep. It, racism is a two-way street. And instead of responding, I, I responded with love and I explained to them that, you know, the way that they were thinking was wrong. And I pointed to my sweater. Thank you, Mr. Brown, for giving me the sweater that said, feed the love, starve the hate. Well, I think I think when when people make racist comments like that aloud, they are looking for a response, both negative or positive, because a they're ready You're to right. high five the next person that's going to agree with their crap or they're going to be happy that they possibly ruined somebody's day with their remark. Well, but either way, right, right. Either way, they're looking for a reaction. They don't care what reaction they get. They just. Well, and they got, a, they got a positive reaction from me, but then I was angry. I, when I came inside, you know, I, I just told them that, you know, I remember. that 
type of talk, any type of hateful or discriminatory or racist talk is just not cool anymore, man. Stop thinking that way. And a human is a human is a human is a human. Look at you, man. You're all tatted up. I was just going to go there with the discrimination thing. Discrimination can be of any group of people. So if you discriminate against somebody with tattoos or you discriminate somebody from a different culture or a different, you know, part of the, even a different parts of the, the country, it's not right, dude. Accept people for who they are. And I came in angry. I came in angry at the world. I wasn't angry at you guys let me vent. And then I realized that, oh, I'm confronting something here. I'm confronting a reality. Yeah. And please uh, remember to treat each other with love. That is all. End of story. It's all about pushing judgment aside and, and giving people the time of day. Yeah. And we're all struggling here, just trying to get through life and make the best of it. Yeah. We all, listen, we all have imagined uh, creative minds and, you know, certain creative minds do have certain stereotypes in about them, but you've got to push those away from. Well, from it's not even that... creative minds. I think <clears throat> it's the opposite. I think we try to lump everybody okay, into yeah. categories. Yep. You understand? Like we, we try to say the struggle of being human period. Yes. Yeah. We're all hurting. We're all hurting. And once we understand that I'm hurting, you're hurting, Crystal Lee's hurting, uh, you know, all our viewers out there are hurting. We didn't forget you. And that's why I'm going to get that damn out. I'm going to face my fears and get in the ice bath. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. Every time that I put up the stupid Christmas lights, I go up there and my knees wobble. You know, like in the cartoons where your knees like knock. Okay, perfect example. When we went on that freaking water slide. You remember that? Yes. Down at Bush Gardens. <gasps> It's Dude, like a straight drop. It's a straight drop. Well, they hold you in the in the cage yeah. and make you stand straight up and they play a heartbeat around you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the platform just, you're Opens. gone. You're gone. You didn't go on that. I remember we got off of the slide and our knees were like buckling. We were buckling. We It took us like 20 minutes to like come back to. Yeah, our legs look pretty funny. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what. Like that adrenaline rush will do to you. Yeah. But it feels so good afterward. That one didn't feel so good. That was fun. I had a blast. <laughs> I'd do it again. Would you ever do uh, like skydiving? Yep. I want to. It's on a bucket list. Because I'm terrified of it. Me too. But I have a friend up in PA. The one actually, Rajnisha, the one that I told you that passed away. Oh. She went skydiving and she told me, dude, she was like, you want the most exhilarating freaking emotional roller coaster of a ride you'll ever have. She was like, skydiving will make you realize some stuff. I think I'll stick to the ice bath. Dude, didn't didn't one of the presidents jump? They <clears throat> skydive. Uh, President uh, George Bush Sr. Didn't he skydive at the age of like 80 something or? I couldn't tell you. He did. I couldn't tell you. Could you imagine like getting to the point where, well, I. To getting to the point that you're brave enough. <laughs> 90th, <laughs> like, 90th birthday, dude. He jumped from a plane. A lot of skin. A lot yeah. of skin. <laughs> I, yeah, it was like... <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. With the oh, wind. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because all the wind and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but how cool is that, man? To have the bravery to go out there and... Especially at that age, man. That's And you're a president. And you're, yeah, that's pretty wild. Once you're a president, it's like you're a president forever. It's yep. like being in the Marines. Yep. Except you don't get the money. 
five years of hell for some Marines. Anyway, forget it. I think all Marines can relate to five years of hell. You know, but even anyway, if they love it, I was scared. I, I was more scared of going to college than I was going to the boot, to boot camp. Can you believe that? Well, yeah, because a physical challenge, yeah, isn't the same as a mental challenge. Yeah, but I mean, you're being tore away from your home when you go to boot camp. Of course, absolutely. I just think, I think. That but I guess that varies be between people. You're you know going to I mean? college now, right? Yeah. Do you ever feel like? All right, it's called imposter syndrome. When you grow up poor and you grow up sad and you grow up, you know, thinking all things are bad, you don't think you can do anything with your life. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, everybody in that freaking sociology class and the professor is, yeah, he's awesome. You can tell some professors really care for what they're doing. Yeah, he sends us articles all the time and everything. Really? Yeah. That's cool. And then we have like just one big class of an open discussion. What do you guys discuss? Uh, the last one we talked about was college dropout rate. What was the discussion? Um, just using, uh, micro, uh, micro and macro sociology, like, you know, what, what, uh, you know, they, they explain a scenario and they say, well, what would that be micro or macro? Or Can you explain maybe, the difference between micro and macro? Uh, micro focuses on, uh, the small details of the, the, the person themselves. Yep. But once you get into talking about big large numbers of people or an institution that's macro sociology slay you know it well i was in uh business and Mm -hmm. we discussed microeconomics and macroeconomics Mm -hmm. it's the same concept it's that ability to say okay i can see the person behind all these ideas maybe right and then micro all the, the person or the little minute details, or I can get all the way up here and I can see how the big systems affect all of those people down right. there. Micro, down, microscope. Two of the bi- two of the most powerful words I've ever heard. Yes, because it, I love you, dude. How'd you get yeah. so smart so quick? <laughs> I mean, you were always smart. Me, me pay how, attention in class. How did you, I never listen to my lectures in class. Oh, I love it. You listen to all those pre-recorded lectures. And, and the lectures that we, and the lect- the live lectures. Because he does live lectures, too. Sometimes I wonder if we don't, like, educate people at a higher level too soon. Because I was not ready for college in my in my younger years. Mm. You know, I got my degree. Was, okay, wow, I have an associate's in psychology. I have a bachelor's in business. And yeah. I almost have my bachelor's in psychology. I've done all that while working. You think I had time to sit there and listen to lectures? No. Nope. <laughs> but I, I just, I really appreciate them. Sometimes, sometimes hearing it and reading it are two different things. Correct. And then what happens? You get sparked interests. Yeah. In it other it areas opens and... ideas and it makes you think critically. <sighs> I love hearing you talk this way. Well, he said, you know, it, he was like the difference between somebody in high school and somebody in college is that somebody from college will challenge authority. You know what happened to me when I quit my job or when I, uh, well, when I quit my job, yeah, I, I, I just got my degree. And I realized, oh, I have a bachelor's of bachelor's degree in business. Yeah. What the heck am I doing here? What the heck am I doing here? What the heck am I doing here? Yeah. Sorry, powerful stuff. I get. Yeah, no, no, and it, it just it, it was like a, I, I seriously, if it, it's like boom, they're wrong. You're right. I had been <laughs> focusing my heart on people. You know, all of these workers reading about, like, you know, American workers and the way that they're beat down and those sorts of things. And it just mm-hmm. was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm one of those. Hello. Yeah. 
I'm out of here. Fix well, it or I'm out. <laughs> well, what really upset me was that last job that I had, you know, I worked all this overtime and I was supposed to have a hefty check, brother. I got the check and it was half of what I should have gotten. And I said, I said to him, I was like, why is my check so low? And they were like, well, because you reached a higher tax bracket. Yeah. So we had to take more from you. And I'm like, I was like, well, I don't, I feel like my, all that overtime I put in was for like nothing. Cause I made 200 extra dollars. Yeah. For nothing. For nothing. Yep. That's what happens, man. So when you have a family and kids that, that, that overtime is time away from them, time yes, away exactly. from your own personal life. And yeah. then you have what to show for it when yeah. you took time away yeah. from yourself and others that means something to there you. There should be no backdoor compensation for people that work for that work a lot of overtime. Cause there's a lot of people out there, dude, I know construction workers that work 64 hours a week, dude. That's it's no time crazy. for yourself. That's no, no. Well, that's, that's how we were taught by our schools to be. Yeah. You go to school. They grade your production, right? A, B, C, D. F. You know what else they grade? Beef. <laughs> but, you know, it's just funny. We're trained to produce. Yep. You know, I, I've done it enough. I've produced enough. I, I want to do my own thing now. I'm knowledgeable and, you know, I got a great team around me to do my own thing. So, but that took, <clears throat> back to our original topic, that took something. To quote, a famous philosopher. Famous. Gotta remember the quote. Hold on. That's Cut. why he said famous twice. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Because that's something I would do too. Because that's like me giving myself the wind up. Like, okay, you got this. You got this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I go like this. Like, famous. <laughs> Super famous. The most famous. <laughs> Yes, it's Yoda. Oh. And he, well, I better check it. I don't want to misquote Yoda because I actually have great, great respect for those movies. Dude, seriously, there's a lot of wisdom in those movies that can be used in everyday life. And... Yes. So seriously, let me, let me find it. I actually had it pulled up here. All right, so the quote, and I found this cool picture I'm going to put up too. Whoa, that's really neat. So he says, uh, they're talking about the dark side of the force, right? right? And yep. we know that the dark side of the force really is kind of like a representation of so many things. Absolutely. But really Depression, anger, and... Darkness, yep. you know, uh, no hope, you know, yep. devoid of hope, anger, like you said, depression. We don't need those things in our life. And The symbolism is... It's amazing. Absolutely. And the Jedi, right, they're supposed to, they're a beacon of hope, you know. Yep. Uh, and Yoda says fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. And, and it's so cool because they, they really promote with the Jedi uh, a sense of peace and love because they're basically one with well, the Well, it's not universe. necessarily well, they, love, is it? Well, they're one with the universe and they respect. They fight. Yeah, that's where the Force comes from. Well. That's a solid lesson right there. Hey, check this out. You just dropped some knowledge on your brother. Say yeah. it again. They, um, it is about love because, you know, they, they draw their power from every living thing in the universe and that's what powers their their metachlorian genes yeah they gotta they gotta think they have to meditate yep. they have to uh breathe yep before everything right and they have Absolutely. to become them themselves and one with themselves again and oops 
and Quite when they set. when they when they're <laughs> when they're able to recenter, they do amazing things. Absolutely, dude. They don't, but they don't. They don't not stand up for themselves. That's why you said love and peace. You know, well, sometimes they're they, they didn't. There was no peace. They actually had to fight for good. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm not trying to say you should fight, but when I say fight, I mean the Jedi knew. Okay. You're saying they never looked for a fight. They the were Jedi about looked peace. They looked but... to balance, keep the balance. Can you say it again, honey? I was going to say they never looked for a fight. They were about keeping the peace. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't shy away from a fight if it showed up at their door or if it meant protecting others that needed. Yeah. You know? But they always tried to guide with love and understanding. Right? And it's it's the philosophies like that in in movies and things that you should pay attention to, right? Well, there was a quote from that too, where it actually says that they didn't go looking for the fight. They said, uh, "Excitement, adventure, the Jedi craves not these things." Nice, dude! You're the fuck. We need to. We got to be Jedi. We got to get. Cloaks. I mean, clearly. Yeah, absolutely. Cloaks. And we gotta, we gotta. Why do I sound on, like we this? Gotta hold, we gotta walk around with our arms inside the cloaks like this. I always wanted to, but with I that know sense that of like wisdom. The, I always people would think I, we're weirdos if we yeah. walked around. I'd have to get a lightsaber. Those Jedi things look so. The cloaks look so comfy, dude. They really do. Absolutely. Okay, it's gonna happen.